0: What's going on, everybody? This is Joshua Aaron. Welcome back to Take a Seat. 2021 was able to give us something that 2020 could not, and that's the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament March Madness, baby. Personally, it's my favorite time of the year for sports. You guys know how passionate I am about the game of basketball. And in this sense, the college game is able to bring elements that the pro game can't. You have 64 teams competing for a national championship. You have students, alumni, communities cheering on their schools hoping they can bring the title of national champion back home. You have millions and millions of people across the country filling out brackets, hoping they can pick that perfect upset in every region. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. Probably the biggest Cinderella team, the biggest Cinderella story of the first round. Abilene Christian University beat Texas last Saturday by a score of 53 to 52, a true David and Goliath matchup. And I'm excited to say I have Paul Hepler from the AC you men's basketball team number 33 joining me on my podcast today i hope you guys enjoy the show just as much as i'm going to enjoy producing it hey i appreciate you being on the show today paul how's it going yes sir thank you for having me it's going well couldn't
1: be better i'm just happy to be on the show
0: thank you sir of course i love what you guys were able to do against texas in the first round i'm sure you know growing up as a kid when you're passionate about the game of basketball you probably imagine yourself in moments like this being able to compete in the March Madness tournament. So from your experience, why don't you go ahead and walk us through what it was like traveling over there, your practices, did you have to quarantine because of COVID protocol, what the mindset of the team was, and what the vibes were like pregame in the locker room?
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. First and foremost, you know, I just want to give all the glory to God for the experience I was able to have. I mean, you look at the odds of playing college basketball after high school are just so slim division one even slimmer making it to march madness once like so slim making it to march madness twice you know even slimmer so um you know i just felt so grateful being there and like you said so many kids just dream about being in the tournament as for the tournament went um it was a little bit strange you know with all the covid protocols so you know you get there you're on this high, you're just, you know, you just get off of, you know, your charter plane that you flew straight from your conference tournament where you won. You're all excited you were with your family there. And then you get to Indianapolis and it was a little bit weird because it was just kind of closed off. You know, there was, it was only us and the team and we could be with each other for, you know, limited minutes, especially the first day because we had to quarantine, you know, for almost a day and a half. So I had to stay in my room for a day and a half. Um, and that was that was pretty tough. I mean, I've quarantined before, but this was this was another beast. I don't know what it was, like the antsiness of wanting to play, but I think I think that honestly helped with the mindset because we all got some alone time. We got to process it a little bit, and we didn't really have any outside voices, you know, coming in and saying, Oh, you know, Texas is so scary, you know, what about this Jericho Sims guy? There was there was none of that really. It was just, you know, they're another team, they're quarantining here you know, with us also. So, you know, the first time we went when we were in Jacksonville, it was a little strange because like our plane was packed. We had, you know, the band with us, the cheerleaders with us, uh, a bunch of people from the town with us. You know, I had like a middle seat like on on this charter plane. So it was like we we packed everyone in there like sardines, but it was different this trip because it was just our team, you know, and that was that was the NCAA's theme for this year. I think you might have seen us like uh, wearing some shirts that said, it said, just us Wildcats. Right. And like it, it that really spoke to what it was. It was just us there.
0: I can only imagine what that experience was like, not only for you and your teammates and the coaching staff, but for the fans that traveled to go support you guys while you were there. I'm sure basketball fans were disappointed last season. Like I mentioned in the intro, we didn't have a tournament because of the COVID pandemic, I know everybody was excited to get it back this year, especially myself. I'm sure you guys were as well to be able to make the trip out there and compete. What did your coach tell you about playing Texas? Did he inspire you guys? Did you guys believe you could beat Texas? And what was it like actually beating Texas?
1: Oh, yeah. So our whole message right the second we uh, beat Nichols in the conference tournament, we knew we were in, in Indianapolis was we're not just going down here for a vacation in, in Indianapolis. We're going here to steal a game and make some noise. And we we're all bought into that. It was a little bit different because our my uh, sophomore year when we were playing Kentucky, um, it was a little bit more of that vacation you know mindset like, oh, shoot, we're playing Kentucky, Tyler Hero. You know, uh, all these different people, PJ Washington, we're about to go up against these guys. Like, well, let's let's make the most of it. That was kind of the, the mentality I felt like uh, my sophomore year. So it was different this time. We, from the get-go, from the jump, were focused on beating Texas. And, I mean, we scouted the heck out of them. We only got, I think, like an hour and a half of practice uh, a day in, in Indianapolis. So we, like, we took full advantage of that. We just, like, absolutely locked into every single person. I mean, I could tell you who every single player was, their stats, what hand they were, you know, everything. And, you know, that's part of the reason why we won. But I mean, before the game, the locker room was just super, you know, relaxed. It was the same how it would be for a regular conference game. And that's why we won. You know, the the bright lights came on and I felt like it didn't change, you know, anyone like it usually would with people in that situation
0: so i know i'm sure you know just like a lot of people you you were all over social media man (laughs) i mean and just you know i watched that whole game and gotta love the energy the passion Mm -hmm. you know you were getting your guys going you know when it mattered most you know i think sports center espn had had some pictures of you on social media i (laughs) I love that image saw it on tv saw it on social media of you just running and showing the hook'em horn sign down you know <laughs> that, that, that was awesome. And I just want to ask you, what was that like for you? Seeing that you pretty much you were a social media sensation. I think ACU was the number one trending topic on Twitter. I believe at one point after the yeah. game. And mm-hmm. did anybody reach out to you? I'm sure family, <laughs> friends, uh, other people, and what it was like for you. You know, to to experience that.
1: Yeah, it was pretty crazy. So I've never really gotten that type of attention before, and it was special, man. It was it was crazy. So after the game you know, we were celebrating in the locker room and I looked at my Twitter like super quick. And then I saw ESPN, you know, did the Hookem horns horns uh, picture. And <laughs> I was like, awesome. oh sh-. yeah, I was like, oh shoot, this is going to get real, real quick. Um, but I mean, I got so many different texts from people and uh, I'm still, you know, trying to respond to people from it. So if you're watching this and I haven't responded to you, I'm sorry. Uh, I- I'm getting back to you. Don't worry. <laughs> but um <laughs> You know, it was overwhelming, but it was awesome. But I, I think the biggest call that I got after the game was from my grandma. And I think why it was so special was she doesn't have social media. So, uh, you know, she was watching the game and my brother was watching the game with uh, with her. And she, he said that she was like crying by the end of the game, which was obviously like, you yeah. know, super special. But I, I thought it was really special for my grandma, you know, not having social media and then um, – you know she wasn't focused on the hype or anything she was just so proud of me you know she was so proud of the team the effort everything you know and and i thought that was real it wasn't talking about oh you're on bleacher report or you're on espn which is cool you know i like it when people tell me that but that was just so raw and and so awesome that call that i got from her
0: it's always a little bit more special when it comes from your loved ones, family your friends, whenever they're able to acknowledge your accomplishments. And that was a huge one, man, not just for you and the team, but for the community of ACU, the community of Abilene. You guys just got so much national spotlight. I'm sure the applications are gonna be coming in like crazy. And that's something else I wanted to ask you, what was it like coming back from the tournament, coming back to campus, coming back to the community and what type of love were they showing you?
1: Yeah, so it was, it was awesome, you know, coming from Indianapolis where I couldn't see anyone, I couldn't touch anyone, I couldn't give anyone a high five or a hug or anything. It was awesome coming back, you know, arriving on the bus, seeing, you know, our whole parking lot just like packed of people just, you know, so excited. And everyone coming from a small school like Abilene, you know, a lot of people have, you know, favorite college teams growing up. It's like, you know, Texas, A&M, Tech. I love it when I see people are like, I'm an, I'm an ACU fan. You know, that's cool because, you know, now I feel like we're getting the national notoriety that we're going to be people's, you know, sole uh, team that they have. And I, and I love that because one of my pet peeves, like I said, is people that go to ACU, but they're like, Oh, I'm a tech fan. I'm like, no, you're an ACU fan. You know, you go to ACU tech has nothing to do with you. You know? Um, So, so getting that type of love was just amazing. Like you said, I mean, this is huge for the university and, I mean, this university has meant the world to me. Um, You know, I I came here from Camarillo, California, which is (laughs) uh, a completely different world, a completely different environment and everything. I came to West Texas, to Abilene, you know, which is really an island if you guys have ever been here. I mean, it's three hours from Dallas and then the other way is like six hours to El Paso. And, you know, that's kind of the only things in between. Um, But the community here was just... Absolutely amazing. We felt their support all the way. And this is just going to do huge things for the university and for the basketball program moving forward. And I'm so excited, you know, now as an alumni to see how that can move this university forward.
0: Right. Yeah. That was one of the things I was going to ask about the mm. basketball program uh, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Do you think some other recruits will, will want to come play for Abilene Christian now? Oh, 100%. And
1: it, it's perfect timing because ACU has, you know, we're building a new gym which is going to be state-of-the-art, uh, amazing locker rooms, um, amazing uh, practice facility, a new weight room. So, I mean, this thing is going up, like, at the perfect time with all the hype. So this is going to be great for recruits, for students, for everyone, you know? Um, I mean, this is what, what changes the school is, is a basketball program. You look at what, you know, Gonzaga did. You know, Gonzaga, uh, you know, is obviously known as a basketball school, but they were in trouble uh, before they were really a basketball school. And then they started dumping a ton of money and resources into basketball and it really saved the university. And now, you know, everyone knows Gonzaga. And I, I bet a lot of people that go to Gonzaga go there just because, uh, they know of the basketball team. So, um, I definitely could see that happening at ACU in the future, but, you know, I don't know the magnitude, but I mean, this was huge. This is a type of publicity that you can't buy. You could not buy this with all of, you know, Bill Gates' money. You could not, uh, the notoriety and the attention that we got for that. So I'm just so happy that the school's getting its well-deserved attention because I love this place, man. I love this place. It's It, it hurts to leave when all this hype is going on and and all the craziness, but, you know, I had my great time here and I I, I would never go anywhere else other than here.
0: Man, that that was a great point about Gonzaga. You know, I remember they had Adam Morrison. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that one year, um, it was always him and JJ Redick that yep. one season. But yeah, once they got Adam Morrison, team. When it was, once they got a player like that, the team was really able to take off. Yeah, and yeah. Get some more recruits. I, I hope that happens for Abilene Christian. Definitely. I'm happy for I'm happy for you, man, and your teammates, the coaches. Uh, being able to get a win like that over texas yes, uh, like i said in the intro also really was like a david and goliath really was 14 seed against a three seed and you guys had the perfect time slot on mm-hmm. saturday night too it was like prime time yeah so yeah. people that just wanted to tune into the tournament were able to see you guys play and you know you know people like people who fill out brackets they want to pick those bracket busters and so yeah once they saw you guys being able to compete with texas you mm-hmm. know they stayed they stayed tuned in and definitely we're, were able to watch you guys get it done but Mr. Paul Hepler, I appreciate you being on the show, man. I was really excited to get you on here today. And yes, sir. That experience is just crazy. Like you said, not just one NCAA tournament mm-hmm. you were part of, but, but two of them. And, and against just massive basketball programs in Kentucky and Texas, mm-hmm. you know. Yes, sir. That's just awesome. But like I said, I appreciate you coming on, man. And I, I enjoy talking to you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The honor was all mine. Yes, sir. You have a good one. Yes, sir. You have a good one. God bless. What an honor it was to have Paul Hepler on this episode of Take a Seat. For you guys that know me personally, know my family has strong ties to the university. I've had a lot of family members that attended ACU. I'm happy for Paul. I'm happy for his teammates. I'm happy for the community of ACU. I hope moving forward basketball-wise, they're able to accomplish more things like this. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. This is Joshua Aaron. Take a seat.